Well, friends, it's Tom Elliott here, and this is the Oh My Days Academy podcast. And once again, I'm delighted to bring back to you my irrepressible friend, Mr. Tom Geeches. Hey, Tom. Hey, hey, Tom. Hey, listeners. Hope you're all well. Um, I do have a question for you, Tom. Immediately, though, you called me irrepressible, which sounds nice. It sounds cool, but I have no idea what it means. You know what I'm like with big words, so help me pull my life. Well, it means uh, resilient or someone who kind of bounces back or comes back fighting. I don't know. Let's talk about bouncing. That that sounds like a good way of leading into this, shall we? Uh, have, you ever done, have you ever done any bouncing of any kind, Tom? Uh, I know um, uh, trampolining or bungee jumping or anything like that? Um, I'm not a fan of trampolining or bouncy castles, things like that. But I have done a bungee jump. And it was a beautiful bungee jump. Wow! Okay. You, you don't like bang, really, you don't like trampolines, really but you do like bungee jumps. I'm not into the kid thing, you know. I want to go for like the real man bouncing. Go on then. Right, tell us about this. Tell us about this uh, extravagant, irrepressible bungee jump. So it was quite a long, long way to travel. Um, it was a beautiful day. The setting was just absolutely gorgeous. There's a lot of people there watching, and I climbed up to the very top of the jump. And there's the question at the top. Do you do the swan dive or do you just flop off? Do you get pushed off? I went for the full-on swan dive. And as I jumped into the coal mine, it was a gorgeous sight of pitch black. Nice. And so where was it, Tom? Um, Well, you may be thinking it could be somewhere like New Zealand or South Africa. It was a bit closer to home, actually. Sheffield. Oh wow! Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go for a bungee jump, you went all out. Uh, Sheffield, Sheffield, very good. No well, expense spared, Tom. No expense spared. I kind of wish I hadn't asked. Maybe we should have stuck to the trampolining. It would be more interesting, maybe. But uh, <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, there we go. Smooth transition into the theme of being irrepressible or resilient. Uh, today's guest, Tom, uh, is a friend of mine, Kathy Madavan. Uh, she came to a gig at mine when I used to do those things called comedy and magic. Remember that? Uh, I used to do gigs and uh, she came to one. She was at one and she's recently, uh, in fact, this, this couple of weeks during lockdown, uh, has launched a new book called Irrepressible. And uh, so this is a great interview. Uh, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, the brilliant Kathy Madavan. Well, friends, uh, in the studio with me is Kathy Madavan. I say in the studio uh, over Zoom, but uh, but that's all good. Uh, Kathy is a speaker, writer, broadcaster, communications coach, and the author of Irrepressible: Twelve Principles for a Courageous, Resilient, and Fulfilling Life. Hello, Kathy. Hello. It's lovely to be with you. That was quite an introduction, wasn't it? I, I sound amazing. <laughs> Kathy, uh, <laughs> how's how's book launch going in the middle of lockdown? It's weird, isn't it? I mean, all of the events and speaking tours and bits and pieces that we were supposed to be doing haven't happened. But, you know, honestly, I think it's been amazing how everyone's just living their life online right now. So, you know, Irrepressible is having to live up to its name and be irrepressible and adapt. And it's been great to chat people about a subject that to be honest I didn't realize how relevant the book was going to be so in some ways it's it's really good to be speaking about it at this time absolutely what a time for a book like this and uh, you know it's funny though one of my other guests uh that I think it would, would be released a couple of weeks before before this one goes out uh, she's just written a book uh on being prepared so it just feels like uh all of these people have been working on resources for this time without knowing what was coming 
Well, there you go. That's it's good. I mean, not that anyone wants to exploit this moment, but if we can create resources or like your podcast and so many other things that are encouraging people at this time, then that's got to be a good thing. Absolutely. So, Kathy, tell us a bit about the the journey towards writing the book Irrepressible. Where did that come from? Uh, what experiences kind of led to that? Well, yeah, thanks. It's it's really been, I think, probably a bit of our, our life story and our experience. We've had to kind of demonstrate quite a lot of resilience, as everybody does. Everyone's story is, you know, unique. Everyone's life is different. But as I've been speaking over the years in different places about some of our story, and particularly my husband's um, sight loss as he's registered blind now and some of the different obstacles we've faced over the years. Different people have shared their stories with me too, which has been so humbling and so wonderful. There really are heroes everywhere. And the truth is that life just throws curveballs at people and they can be good curveballs, they can be opportunities, but they can also be unexpected challenges. And I really wanted to write a book on some of the principles and some of the little axioms and memorable little phrases that have helped me or that I've taught on over the years that have um, apparently hopefully helped other people. Sure. And just said, you know, people are irrepressible. People do bounce back even in difficult times. So why should we pursue this idea of being irrepressible? Why is it so important? Well, I think really it is about that resilience and I mean, I guess we've all heard the analogy of the rubber band and how, you know, that is a great picture of resilience and how it stretches, but then it can go back to its original shape. And it's about knowing how to stretch and how to adapt without ending up so stretched that we we snap, really. So being irrepressible and developing resilience, and it's kind of like a resilience training book in many ways, is about thinking about how we create capacity in ourselves, how we create the right mindsets, the right habits, so that we can adapt, so we can be flexible, so that we have something in the tank when the challenges come, when conflict comes, when um, unexpected situations arise, be they positive or challenging, so that we, you know, we're in a in a position to be irrepressible, to make the most of every circumstance, and to you know thrive rather than just survive at the end of the day. Absolutely. And that's what this this podcast is all about, really, is trying to help people thrive instead of just survive and, and making the most of, of everything. So do you, do you think resilience and, and courage and some of the other words, do you think uh, it's kind of nature or do, you, or do you think it's in somewhat nurture uh, that we can bring this to ourselves? Oh, that's a that's a really excellent question. I know I'm three sure questions in. I've gone quite deep, but but there we I go. I know that's amazing. Yeah, you are very deep, Tom. I've always said that about you. <laughs> always said that. It's the Thanks. thing everyone says, Tom Elliott, deep. Great, that's, great. Um, it goes yeah, well with my definitely. career as a comedian and magician, doesn't it? Deep, but uh, yeah, it <laughs> does. Yeah, it is. I, and I, you're right. I think there are some people who, you know, their personality type perhaps is is optimistic and that kind of personality. But I don't think resilience is either just about being a a bubbly person. And I don't think resilience actually is just about grit and determination and the ability to persevere. Although, you know, that is important. It is good to be able to, you know, stay in the saddle and to be able to keep going and keep on. And there's, there's a lot to be said. And I do talk about that in the book, actually. But resilience is, is more than just gritting our teeth. Like I said, it is that ability 
to grow and adapt. And I think that is also learned. I think some of us, you know, underestimate the power of our neural pathways and how we actually are on autopilot of so much of our habits and our choices and our defaults. When things happen, we kind of always react in a certain way or um, we've learned certain ways of coping and dealing with different things. And actually part of the reason why I tried to create some quite memorable principles, quite visual, is that if we kind of retrain ourselves and kind of try and adapt some of our default positions, particularly I think for those of us who've had role models who haven't really shown us the best way of dealing with life, some of us probably need to undo some of that in order to be able to step forwards in a more positive way. That's definitely been my story and, sure. and my experience, which I do share a bit of in the book. You you talk a lot in the book about relationships and the connections that we have. Uh, how To what extent is our relationships and our connections important in this pursuit of being irrepressible? I, I don't know whether you would agree with this, but I, I feel like in this um, period, in this season of lockdown, we have suddenly realize the power of relationships and that when you strip everything else away you know what we value more than anything is each other and the people that we miss um even the people that if those of us who are living with others who might be driving us ever so slightly crazy um actually our relationships are so core to who we are uh, there's there's a lot of mention of that particularly in the chapter called build your tribe in the book um and developing a tribe of meaningful deep accountable relationships in our lives that help us to be better and who will cheer us on when we're doing well and who will give us a boot up the bum when we when we need one because all of the research into resilience says that resilience isn't just about our inner resources it isn't about just reading another book or listening to another podcast it isn't about trying harder there is one is podcast that people could listen to Kathy. Oh, apart from that podcast and my book obviously which are yeah, critical sure. but um <laughs> It is actually about training harder with the right people and developing those external support structures. None of us are going to be strong enough, courageous enough, resilient enough, inspired enough and motivated enough on our own. We need great relationships. We need support. We need training. We need, you know, sometimes just really practical support to be able to do what we need to do. So none of us are designed to do it alone. And I think that's probably never been more obvious than it is right now. Hey, friends, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Let me encourage you today to join the Insiders Club of the Oh My Days Academy. Those who join can access additional content from each of our guests, PDF downloads and templates, and access to our secret membership channel. Now, it's a monthly subscription, but it's pay what you want, anything from just £3 a month. But don't take it from me, friends. Here's what one of our members said. Hi, I'm Alison, and I joined Insiders Club because I wanted a new perspective and something uplifting to listen to. Friends, be like Alison. Be uplifted today. Don't just drift through life, but be intentional. Live life in all of its fullness. Join us at the Insiders Club today at ohmydaysacademy.co.uk. Kathy, in the book, you talk about habits. Uh, I wondered if you could share some of the habits that you've developed in order to help you be 
irrepressible. Yeah, I mean, I know in the Insiders Club afterwards, we're going to go through some of these principles in a in a little bit more detail. So I you know, don't want to give it all away right now. <laughs> but I think, yeah, there we go, a little teaser there, nice. a little incentive for people. Um, but, but you know, I think most of us know that we are, in, in many ways, a collection of our habits. And we are kind of, you know, we get, we do so much on autopilot, don't we? Like we get out of bed the same way each morning. We brush our teeth the same way each day. And there are so many things that we do without even thinking about it. And it's not just those sorts of, you know, flippant little things. It is also how we respond to a criticism. It is also like how we feel when we, when we face a fear or an anxiety there are things that we do that we automatically default to. So I kind of really want to suggest this whole thing about, it's almost like exercise, like when you go to the gym, that you start off with the small weights. And then, I mean, I have no idea. I hate exercise and I've never been to a gym. So I don't know why I'm pretending anything different. But um, actually, I'm told that to create resilience, you need to add resistance and you need to kind of add the weights slowly. So you don't start off by lifting the heaviest bar. You start off by thinking, well, how can I actually stretch how can I grow in this area? How can I build a new habit here that will take me towards where I want to be? And then actually, how can I increase that kind of level of resistance so that I get used to doing new things in new ways with the right support around me? Um, And that might be mental challenges. It might be physical challenges. It might be eating. It might be learning. It might be um, in our conversations and our relationships. Most of us can tweak up the kind of different levels in our in our relationships in our life in order to get closer to where we want to be instead of just reverting to how we've always done things it's really good it's really good and uh, it just shows that this sense of an idea of being resilient actually plays a part in every kind of domain and and dimension of life doesn't it yeah i mean definitely there's a there's um one of the chapters in the book is about learning to play jazz. And I talk there about the fact that I was brought up learning the piano. And um, I have learned to play the piano from a scary piano teacher called Mrs. Keys. And that is actually her name. I love real that. I remember. Name. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Mrs. Brilliant. Keys. And, and yeah, tell, me, tell us more. So she was quite a scary teacher. And she taught me to play classical piano. And every time I got a note wrong, she would just like wrap my hands and she was terrifying she also taught me a bit of Esperanto at the beginning of every piano lesson why remains a mystery but anyway up the road from Mrs Keys was my grandfather who was a blues musician who couldn't read music but made the piano sing he loved music he made music such a a joy and those two mindsets in the book really like represent for me these different ways of thinking there's this very fixed classical music mindset, this perfectionist, I've got to get everything right. I have to play every note perfectly. I have to stick within the lines. And then there's jazz mindset, which is about experimenting, improvising, learning new melodies. And if you do something wrong, well, it's not a failure. It's just, it's just a note to jazz. It just takes you on a new, on a new journey to a new unexpected melody. And so it's about kind of stretching ourselves to explore um, new ways of doing things. Kathy, what drives you to share these principles with others? Well, I suppose, you know, like many people who who write or speak or create content in different ways, 
I just really like people. And also I'm inspired continually. And, and I love the only good thing perhaps out of this lockdown thing is the fact that we are celebrating ordinary heroes. Instead of paying so much attention to billionaires and celebrities with their handbags, Absolutely. we're actually actually noticing how incredibly inspiring ordinary people with real challenges are. And I, I love the fact that people are incredible and that they, most of us have had different challenges and many people have different limitations in their lives. And Part of our journey has meant that we have been privileged to connect with so many people. My husband's a church leader, so we spend a lot of time with um, different people in, in different contexts, celebrating the joys and also standing with them in the struggles. And it is my pleasure, really, to kind of try and encourage people and to come alongside them, to be a bit honest, be a bit vulnerable, but also hopefully to put some tools in people's hands that will, you know, hopefully help them and people get in touch with me and say that it does and that's amazing that's great kathy tell us where can we get hold of this book irrepressible well it's great that you asked me that you can get it almost anywhere online i think anywhere that's delivering like um amazon waterstones and maybe one of your local bookshops it'd be great to support any of them that are still up and running but also it is available as an ebook on kindle and amazingly, it's also been made into an audiobook on Amazon. So if you want over five hours of me talking into your ear, and why wouldn't you, then Absolutely. That's, that's there for you as well. Well, one day, Kathy, when my uh, shows and gigs return, I'll, I'll have about a five-hour car journey or something at some point to listen. So uh, that'll be perfect. Kathy, one final question, which I ask all of my guests, and that is, uh, what does it mean for you to live life fully? That's a great question. I, well, from my observation is that people who live their life fully, it's not just the richest or the most problem free people or what we perceive to be people on Instagram who seem to be living perfect lives. My observation as you peel back the layers is that people who really live a full life are people of integrity. And what I mean by that is that their outside matches their inside. So what you see above the surface matches what's going on below the surface. They're people who are living out their values. So the things that mean the most to them, their relationships, their character, their values, that, that what's outside matches what's inside. So they're not pretending or game playing or mask wearing. They're people who really know what matters to them. And it's always more than just themselves and that they're living out their purpose um, with integrity. And I think for most of us, that is all we could really long for is that we're living out our purpose and the things that really matter to us are the things that are the things that we're living out in day to day most of the time. Amazing. Kathy, thanks ever so much for joining us. Uh, listeners, there is more from Kathy in the Insiders Club at Five Steps to Being Irrepressible. Uh, make sure you go check that out. But Kathy, thanks for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you for having me. Ah, brilliant. What a brilliant interview with Kathy Madavan, author of Irrepressible. And uh, I'm delighted that since that interview, since we recorded with Kathy, uh, we are now able to offer a free copy 
of the book. Uh, I have it in my home, in my drawer, ready to send out. And uh, here's how it's going to work. You can get a free copy of Irrepressible 12 Principles for a Courageous, Resilient and Fulfilling Life uh, if you join the Insiders Club this week. I will be giving that book to one member of the Insiders Club uh, just after the episode is released next Saturday. So be sure to join this week before the next episode goes live and uh, be in with a chance of winning one copy of Kathy Madavan's Irrepressible 12 Steps for, sorry, 12 principles even for a courageous, resilient and fulfilling life. More where that came from, friends. Get a copy of the book and enjoy. Well, uh, see you next week.